On this podcast, we discuss real-life experiences with teens and adults right here in Santa Barbara. The knowledge we gain and share from these talks are an aim to help young men and women build a solid foundation of confidence. In this episode, I answer some questions about myself. My younger cousin Isabel, who's in 8th grade, reached out and told me she wanted to ask me some personal questions that she thought might help her in some areas where she is struggling or was just curious to know about. I also spent some time with her discussing mindset. She opens up about how her negative thoughts and bad habits are making her very unhappy. With this conversation, I'm hoping she took some helpful tips and hopefully after hearing it, you hear some helpful tips as well. Thank you. If you decide you want to say anything and just like, hey, I'd rather not be that be in there, then just let me know. I, I go through and I edit it all. A lot of times when we do podcasts, there's not a lot of editing to do because it's raw and it's real. And when I do them with people, they they know that they're here to share their experience. And same here. I just, I didn't know if it was something different with you. And I wanted to, to be here for you as your big primo or um, if even if you didn't want to do this I wanted to be here to answer so I know some of the questions you sent they were they were of me and I was very flattered that that you sent them and that you're curious about those things for me um, but I also want to answer any other questions when it comes to you as well so if you have some of those you know please ask as well and um, so as we're as we're talking along, I may have some things to ask you as well, but feel free to ask me anything and everything. I don't have anything to hide, and it's something that I hope to be able to share with you and others. That anything you do, there's some bad things we do, some things we're not proud of, but in the end, everybody messes up, and I think it's important to own your mistakes and to learn from them, but not be ashamed of them. And try to like hide them and have secrets because everybody messes up no one's perfect yeah. who mm-hmm. so was there going back to to what we were talking about before what what are some questions that you had that you'd like answered like the questions I sent you uh-huh um, the reason I cut it off is because like I wrote it, but then I didn't write it like a good way. So then I corrected myself and put, and I put, what obstacles did you face during your journey to success? Well, so success to me, it means different things to different people. But what it means to me is that, that I'm happy with my life. So a lot of times when people think about success, it's about being rich, having um, their own house, their own cars and having money to so they can to go and spend like whatever they want but if you look at some of the richest people some of the most famous people you've seen a lot and i'm sure you've heard a lot where they're drug addicts they're alcoholics they take their own lives because that's not what true success is in, in my opinion so what what true success is to me is when you wake up in the morning and you absolutely love yourself and you love your life and you're like anxious to get on with the day. And as easy as that sounds, 
and maybe you know a little bit about this, not most people feel that way, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what success is to me. And, and to me, I have achieved it, but it ne it's never stopped. Like I got to work on it every single day. Yeah. And some of the things that have gotten in my, my, my struggles to get there, it, it's, there's, there's lots of them. It's an everyday thing. Like life goes good for a long time, but then there's bad things that come up. I think a big difference with me is I'm not surprised when the bad things come up. I, I expect them. I know they're coming. I've been through a hundred of them before. So I don't let them weigh down on me as much as maybe others do. So um, I'm self-aware when they do happen that, hey, Gil, this is another bad thing. Yeah, it sucks. It's shitty. I have all these other good things going on, but now I have this bad thing I got to deal with. Well, oh, wow, I could either sit here and whine about it or I got to get busy and, and come up with a solution. And as long as I have the power for the salute to make a solution to that issue I'm going through, then I go do it. If I don't, if I don't have the power to solve it, then I don't worry about it. Because why? There's no reason to. I can't do anything about it. So I just go on and keep doing what, what I feel is best. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Who's your biggest support system? My family, no doubt. My family is my biggest support system, and what I what I talk to my kids a lot about is, as you know, my kids don't have their mom in their life, right? So, um, well, as much as they as much to. as they would like to. <clears throat> so that has rely they they rely a lot more on me than if they would have they had both parents in their life. And what I try to stress to them is that, unfortunately, the thing that supports you the most, the person that loves you the most, is going to be the person that causes you the most pain as well. Because they're, they're bound to let you down. They're going to make a mistake. They don't mean to hurt you. But at some point in life, and it'll happen multiple times, their actions are going to hurt you. And the reason why it hurts you so much more than any other regular person is because you love them so much and you have that connection to them. But I, like, I wouldn't change it, right? Because I get a lot more love from my family and support than I do the struggles or the bad times. Mm -hmm. Even though I know they're gonna come and it really sucks when they do, it's well worth all the love, that, love and support that I get from them. But but no doubt, and I do see a lot of um, younger uh, younger people, they don't really catch that. Like they, they're obviously, whoever's like raising them is the person that's like their biggest enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not, it's not uncommon, but I think it can go along better. Like it can be a better relationship if both people are self-aware of it. And it's hard to, to do it when you're emotionally attached and you're in the moment. But if you can start to learn that, like, like hey, um, like say in your instance with, with grandma, you, 
I bet you have that type of relationship to her where she's your closest person, the person that gives you the most love, but she's probably the person that gets the most attitude from you and you guys bump heads a lot, right? Yeah. And so if you can if you can know that where it start working on being self-aware of why you're doing it, that can help start changing things and if and if if grandma can know that too and not not be like so hurt by it cuz it hurts like when my when my kids tell me something not how I failed them, it still hurts. And when they're upset, it still um, makes me upset. But I do know that hey, it's a work in progress. We're gonna have to work towards fixing it. And they're they're also counting on me on fixing it. And I also try to tell them hey, but it's not a one way street. Mm-hmm. You got to do your part as well. And if you start to learn that, hey, like you take responsibility for your actions and say, this argument that I'm in right now has a lot to do with me, my attitude, my ego, and, and the things that run through my head, then you guys can start working on like solving it a little bit. Yeah. But that is my family is definitely my, my biggest um, support system. Was it hard being a young parent raising so many kids? It was uh, it was hard but it was needed. So I I graduated at 16 and um and that and that's because I got expelled from the public school system and I went to multiple other continuation schools and I finally ended up at Al Puente and Al Puente was a was a perfect school for me. Like, I was the type of kid that if I had too much freedom, I exploited that freedom. Uh, At public school, you're able to leave campus, you're able to drink, smoke very easily, and not get caught for it, and and do it on a daily basis. And that spelled rest, uh, it was a recipe of disaster for me. So I ended up getting expelled from high school, landed at Al Puente, and when I landed at Al Puente, when you showed up there, there were teachers everywhere. So when you got dropped off, they seen you get out of your car, they seen you get in line, and then from that point, you had to stand in line, you had to go through metal detectors with wands and get patted down by the staff. And then once you got through security, you went to your class and you only went to one class, there was no multiple classes, and you stayed in that classroom all day long with the same student, same teacher, and they gave you just packets. So yeah, you could still, you could still not care and not do anything and just sit there all day and waste time. But I was a type of person that I was always, even though I was always getting in trouble, when I was in trouble, I tried to do well while I was in there if it if it made sense, you know. So when I was at El Puente, I did my best while staff and being monitored. To, to be on my best behavior, get my work done, and anything, any problems I had with maybe other guys that we had problems, I would handle it outside of school. I would make sure I'd be respectful enough to not disrespect the school and the staff because they were cool to me, they treated me with respect. I didn't want to make their job any harder. And so I went off campus to, if, if I was going to cause any trouble, that's where I went. But I graduated because I was able to fill in packets, turn it in. I didn't have to wait 
with a certain amount of time. If I turned in a packet, I got credits. I got another one. I got. I just did work. Mm -hmm. I started. I had a good work ethic, so I got that done. I graduated at 16, and then I started working uh, two jobs at that time because I already had a night job while going to school. And then when I graduated, I got another job. So I, I worked during the day and I worked at night. And I ended up getting um, the girl I was seeing pregnant. And I was 17 when that happened. And it was quite the surprise, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't really too much of a surprise in the family though. Like my, both my mom and dad, my mom was 17 when she had me, my dad was 18. And um, my, my tios and tias, they were all young parents. So it was almost like it wasn't a big surprise that it happened. It was just a surprise, it was still, a, but it was still a surprise to me that it happened to me. Yeah. And when I had, when I had Gil, his mom had already had um, a daughter prior to me being with her and she was two years old and that was Marina. So when I had Gil, when he was born, I, I, I wanted Marina to be mine. I wanted it to all be a family. So I took Marina in as mine and I raised her and she is mine and so I, I went from having zero kids to two kids really quick. And then I, I tried birth control. Um, I tried the shot. I've tried the, the tea. And I had kids on, on all of those. So by 21, I had all four kids. But prior to that, if I didn't have the kids, you know, I got, I got jumped in. To a, into a gang at 15 and then was getting in trouble getting arrested constantly and with all that free time that when I graduated from school and I had money and I could do what I want I probably wouldn't have made the best choices with that freedom and that type of and that type of money and the mindset I had at that time so I don't I don't suggest any any kid who's getting in trouble hey go have go have kids and it's going to straighten your life out but for a very select few it it worked it worked for me they're like your saviors they're my saviors they're my reason to to change the way i was the way i was doing things and but most people don't like you see grown at grown people who have plenty of kids but they're still messing around right they're not taking care of business so it really has to do with what type of person you are and, and if you're able to take on responsibilities. I, I was well trained. I was a, I'm an oldest son and I'm an older brother and I'm one of the oldest cousins. So I, got, I was very used to taking care of younger siblings. So it, it kind of it felt right. It was easy for me to do and it, and I, and it was very rewarding to do as well. But it, it was... It was very hard, and it still is hard to this day to be raising now teenagers, and, and now teenagers and adults. It's like it, it never stops being a parent. But uh, yes, it was hard to answer your question. <laughs> what kind of skills did you need to start a business? 
uh, uh, the only skills I that I had when I started the business was work ethic. That's it. I knew from a young age when I was working in construction, and I was, you know, 17 years old, and I was working with um, 20 year olds and up that I was able to outwork them, and not only in a sense to where. Oh, I can outwork them physically, like I'm stronger, I could do more. It wasn't that. It was a matter of when I got to work, I was there to work. And they were there to like bullshit around. And when the boss wasn't around, they want they wanted they were more busy and spent more time figuring out how they could get paid not to work rather than figuring going hard and working, being noticed for their work and then getting paid more and more. So that that helped me a lot get like reinforce that that work ethic and so as I got more well established in the companies I'd worked for I get to know the bosses and then I would see what the bosses are doing and then sometimes the bosses didn't even care as much as I did about their own business like to me if I'm a part of something I'm an owner in it I may not have equity in it I may not get paid extra for it I'm just an employee or I'm just a volunteer, but if I'm involved in it, then I make it mine. I take ownership in it. And and if I, it can't happen like that, I don't want to be a part of it. It's, I just, it's not, it's not for me. Like my time's more valuable somewhere else where I can contribute more than where it's not. And so I just seen that at a young age. And so I got to the point where I was like, well, I think I want to start my own business and that's what I'm going to do. And so it didn't take much like to actually start your own business. You pay a couple dollars to get a business license, a fictitious business name and to get set up with the IRS. It doesn't, you can do it within 24 hours. You could have your own business. So that was very easy. And Getting work and executing work came very easy because people knew my work ethic and they knew if they hired me that they would get the work done more than what they expected. The hard thing was learning business. I knew absolutely nothing about business. All I knew is I was a good worker, so I figured, hey, why not work for myself? So from 18 to now, a lot of what I've learned is on the job training for making mistakes some small some big some very costly and some not so costly but that's how I've learned about business and then when I went through maybe five to eight years of learning like that I said you know what I need to start investing into knowledge there's knowledge out there and this was before there was YouTube the um, social media where you could now you could type in entrepreneur and you have a million things that you could look at this that wasn't there so I had to read books go to seminars sit down with people that I knew were in business and talk to them and and just ask questions and then that stopped a lot of the pains I was going through because now I had the knowledge and I was able to act on that on that knowledge but it all it all came down from work ethic and that's why now within my own company our main objective here at legacy is to teach work ethic and we want to teach it to young adults because 
we feel that they're more um, they're more open to actually believing in it and soaking it in. Like you talk to a lot of adults, they hate their job. They complain about their job. They say they don't get paid enough. They say, oh, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that. The boss is crazy if they think they're gonna make me do this. Like their, their minds are already set a lot of times, unfortunately. So I'd rather get these, these youngsters coming straight out of high school who don't, they say, hey, college is not for me. Like I struggle just to get through high school. Why am I, I'm, I'm not gonna go pay or sign up to go do more years of school. Like I know it's not for me. And I feel for them because school wasn't for me either. It, like I, I, I dislike school very much and I don't, I, I'm a firm believer that the public school system isn't for everybody. It's only for a very small select few. And everyone else is set up for failure that go there. But that's why, that's why we focus in young adult. And so I'm very passionate about work ethic because I know that it's, um, that it's got me to this point. Now I'm very far from being rich and having all the money that I ever want, but I have all the tools now and I know how to create wealth. And like I told you before, I'm already successful. I wake up pumped to come to work every day because now I get to I get to teach young people work ethic, help help strengthen their confidence and and so they have a better future. And I'm constantly I have the freedom to if I have a business idea, I can act on it. If I want to make a shift in the company, I can act on it. Like um, I have the freedom to do that because of all the work that I that I put in. So so that's that's where I feel the base of starting my own company came from just having a solid work ethic. So in order to be successful and have work ethic and not just like business but school too, you had to change, you had to change your mindset a lot? No. Yeah, everything is mindset. You can the you can decide to have a great day if you want to when you wake up and you can or you could decide to stay in the bad mood when you wake up and I'm not saying it's like you just look in the mirror and say oh I want a great day I want a great day I want a great day and boom it happens no but there's practices to to make it happen and sometimes you got to have that work ethic to just say you know what is yeah I feel shitty I I don't feel like I look good I feel like um, I like I don't know I feel sick I feel tired but you know what I got shit to do and I got to go take care of it and when you have and when you depend when other people depend on you to get things done it's a lot different it's a lot more motivation to go do it than if you're just getting up and going doing something for yourself or something that you don't like to even do in the first place that's what I need to work on is my mindset yes uh, I bet, but you're not alone in that. Mm. You said you you don't like school at all. What subject did you struggle with the most? So in junior high, um, I don't remember what I did or what, but I was an honor student. I couldn't tell you what courses I took. Um, I I was very much I was very much a loner. I did my best to keep to myself because 
it seems I, I would get picked on if I, if I couldn't stay out of people's vision and things like that. I, I, I would get picked on. So I did the best to stay away from people as much as I could, which allowed me to focus on, on schoolwork. But, you know, going through junior high and then going into high school, you start to you start to have that want of like wanting to belong and you have it having your family is great but you also at that time your mind starting to develop and your mind starting to to now work towards hey you need to start separating yourself from your family because you're becoming an adult and we want to make sure that we can survive without our family when we go out into the real world and and when that started happening I wanted to belong. I wanted to to have friends. Something I've never had before was friends. I wanted to to belong, and I and I wanted to be able to walk around without worry if somebody was going to do something to me. And so, so whatever school talents I had, I put that on the back burner. And the school, at least the school I was going to at the time, they didn't take any special interest to me. I was another number to them. And so if my grades were low, my grades were low. If the only thing they cared about was if I was sitting in a seat so they could mark me that I was there and get some money because they had another body there. That's how they made me feel. So um, when it came to, to high school, my freshman year, all I could remember is I played, I played football. And I can't tell you any of the other classes that I had problems with because I don't think I even tried to do any work. I would just go, if I showed up, I'd show up and kind of just sit there and wait for practice to happen. And then after football was done, I was kind of like done. So I'd get dropped off, I'd smoke, get high, chill, go ditch, get high, get lunch, go get, a, go get some brew, either leave for the rest of the day or whatever I didn't care about school and um, so obviously my grades reflected that and finally all that all the bad things I was doing caught up with me in the very beginning of my sophomore year and they they then kicked me out of the, that school and that's when I bounced from a bunch of different schools and landed at, at El Puente and uh, there was no special subject that stuck out to me. It was all just work, and I just, I just did the work. Just don't like school in general, period. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I love, and see, the thing is, I love learning. I absolutely love it. I, I've, I've paid tens of thousands of dollars for, for whether it's online courses, books, seminars and I've traveled all all over throughout different states to go to these things because I absolutely love learning it's just the school system is not set up to teach somebody like me uh, like I can't even in my own business I can't sit in an office for too long I'll just get tired I'm meant to move I'm meant to be in action I'm meant to like solve problems and and be around people and and motivate people and provide people opportunities and just to not just read a book, try to remember something and uh, remember it long enough just to fill out a test, you know? So that school's not for me, but with that being said, I still put in the work to graduate and I feel 
that's one of the biggest things that that somebody could do when it comes to school and that's what I look for like I don't I, I don't let the youngsters that come through the door as recruits here to be prospects the new new guys straight out of high school if they don't have a high school diploma I don't even let them come everybody else they don't even need to have a a, a, a resume they just gotta want to work and I'll give them that opportunity but somebody who didn't graduate from high school tells me their level of commitment and dedication like yeah it sucked but you know what work isn't going to be fun all the time like you've got to go through shit that sucks and still complete it and if you couldn't do it for something in school school's easy it's boring it sucks but it's easy you just got to get through it so that's what my thing is is that even though I, I didn't like it you still you still have to do the work to get through it That's all I have, sir. That's all you have. Well, since you you brought up something that I definitely like to talk about, and that's mindset. So you said you have to work on your mindset. Let's talk about that a little bit. What What do you feel you have to work on? Um, like you said, like how you wake up every morning, and like I just feel like unmotivated right away. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to go to school ever, but I always end up going. And I mean, it's it's weird because like some days I'll just go and I'll feel so motivated. I'll just do all my work. I'll ignore everybody and all that. And then some days I just I feel very unmotivated, and it's like I don't know. And do you ever stop to think of the days that you are motivated, the actions you took? Or what, what might have caused that motivation? Mm, not really. It's just some has to do with the people that I'm surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And it's just a weird, big distraction. And I know not, not to be a follower and to be a leader. So that's what really pushes me to like be a role model, I guess, mm-hmm. in my classroom. But sometimes it just gets really difficult, but then I just, I guess, pick myself back up. But that's what I really need to work on is, like, say, oh, like, if I'm like, oh, today is going to be a bad day, then it is. If, if, you, if I were to ask you, well, I will ask you, how many negative things do you tell yourself a day compared to positive things you tell yourself? How most likely way more negative things. Because... Yeah. Yeah. And do you believe that what we hear, words, songs, stories, that they have an effect on how we behave? So if, you, if you're saying here right now that you hear more negative throughout your positive just on that very note alone, and you're saying, yes, what we hear affects us, are you surprised that you have a lot more negative thoughts than positive? Mm, not really not really right it's kind of makes sense why you would think that but that right there just knowing that that's that's a beautiful thing because now you know and now you can start work to change it and now you're the one who said that it that you believe that right it's not yeah. something that I'm putting on you so if you believe that what what's something that boom is just 
flashes out to you common sense that okay what should I start doing more of now when it comes to more well, positive thoughts yes yes more positive thoughts and anything you could get into your into your ears through your brain so it's not what just you tell yourself although that's extremely important what you tell yourself is very important but it's also what you're listening to like what YouTube videos are you watching who are you following on on Instagram like all that all the media that you put in that's negative that's it all sits in your mind even so, negative people exactly e even more the negative people they're they're poisonous and, may, and and some of them are some people that you're very close to right yeah so but before you can really worry about like trying to trying to help them be more happy it's like you got to work on yourself to be happy and it's okay to be selfish when it comes to that because you need to or else you're never going to be strong enough to help anybody so it's okay to stand your ground and say hey i whatever your idea of your positive time is and how you how you can get start like giving yourself more positivity is when you set that you have others respect that whether it's your friends whether it's your family but it, it has to be it has to be daily because you've already been surrounded by negativity a lot day in day out day in day out and I'm guessing the negativity could be like 80% and positive maybe 20%. Alright? But do you believe that you're in control to change that? Yep. And when it comes to the work doing it, does it seem like what's the motivation for it? That's the biggest thing is like you could be like, oh yeah, Gil, that all sounds good. But why? Like, I uh, well, it's... Like I don't, I don't really feel motivated to do it, all right? So you, that's something you have to set. You got to set yourself goals and rewards. So when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, it's time to go to school. Or I could just lay in this bed. Right now it's going to feel a lot better to lay in this bed, right? Or if you set yourself a goal of, going to school like what are you trying to accomplish like you got to get open and clear with those things and I think a lot of the the younger people that I talk to that's their biggest struggle is that they have nothing to aim for in life like what's something you're working towards right now I'm just I want to I want to repeat my grade you don't want to do that no just I, have you before no like I've I have the girls in my class they have been repeating their grades because the way they act and I see the way they act and I just think to myself like I'm not gonna be like that like they should be in an eighth grade or ninth grade instead of eighth grade like they've been flunked yeah I don't want that to happen but not even that I just want to better myself for like me and I don't want to be like my parents or mm -hmm. I just want better things for myself in life so you have you you still have that voice in your head, right? The, what the things you just said right now. There's that voice telling you that, and um, maybe it's not daily, but you do get it, right? The thing is with that is, you're telling yourself a whole lot more negative thing, like a negative story, right? What's what, tell me your negative story? What what do you tell yourself daily compared to what you just told me that was positive? 
It's more like my unmotivation, like when I don't want to go to school, to that. But what do you tell yourself? Sometimes I think that I, I'm like unable to be successful, or I think that way sometimes because I struggle a lot. Cause so you kind of tell yourself, why even bother? I'm just gonna be a failure anyways. Sometimes. Well, what what else? Mm. I don't know. It's just. I mean, mostly has to do with school because I struggle a lot in school, so I always feel like I won't be able to get through school, so mm-hmm. I won't get anywhere. And so not getting through school leads to something bigger, like in my life, I'm going to end up a loser. I'm not going to get anywhere with my life. Yeah. And so that can be like a lot, that's a lot of weight to carry, that, uh, to carry around, right? And when you have this big old black hole that you're looking at of what you just said, and you have a very, very small, shiny light of positivity in your life, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? So you gotta start changing, you gotta start changing the story you tell yourself. So instead of telling yourself something like, why am I even gonna go to school? I'm just gonna get bad grades anyways and I'm gonna end up a loser in life. Your brain's gonna say, okay, that's what's gonna happen. That's what I'll start working on for you. Cause your brain is like a computer. Mm-hmm. Your brain is like Google. If you ask it a question, it'll give you the answer to what you asked. So it's about asking better questions, okay? If you type into Google, hey, what's um, what's a recipe for meatloaf? It's gonna shoot you out a hundred different things of how to make meatloaf, right? But let's say your 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 question was you really wanted to make a cake. Well, it's not gonna give you that answer. You gotta ask it that question, and that's the way your brain works, all right? So instead of Instead of telling your brain or asking your brain, like, why should I even go to school? I'm going to end up getting bad grades and then I'm going to be a loser in life because I can't even pass school. You just asked your brain that question. So your brain's going to answer, yeah, you're right. You're right, dummy. Why even go? It's going to agree. It's going to give you the answers of what you're asking. it. So what's a better question to ask? Like, it's like all about positive mindset. Just think positive thoughts all the way through and not. It's not only thinking, it's doing, but it stems from asking better questions. So a better question may be when you wake up in the morning and you're feeling like that is brain. What can I do today that will allow me to enjoy school a little bit better and get a good grade in science. Then your brain's gonna start working to figure that out. You get what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot of it is your self-talk of what you've been telling yourself over and over and over. And um, just like any bad habit or bad thing that you've been used to doing, you can't just remove it, right? You have to fill it in with something else. So this negative talk that you need to stop doing, yeah, you need to stop it, but you're also gonna have to fill it, fill that up with positive talk. And it doesn't not only need to be you, there's plenty of things on 
YouTube or podcast to where you can listen to and just start so just start hearing it just start hearing positive in your life all right you don't even need to get it it doesn't even need to make sense you may not even like a lot of them that you're listening to but you need to start expanding your mind towards it because your mind's going to constantly want to shut it down it's not used to it your mind wants to do what it's used to it's not your fault it's your fault if you continue to let it you go down the path that you've been going but when you're when you're information changes situations right so now you have a new information that you can work with and now it's up to you to say hey I'm having these positive thoughts let me stop them and let me do something po positive instead you know what I mean yeah so that's what I would like you to do today is when you go back think about our conversation and start thinking about positive things that you'll enjoy because it got to be something a lot of them should be things that you enjoy or else you're not going to keep up with it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, that and then I told you about the, the boxing that we're doing here. Exercise, extremely important. Not, and it's not just to get and fit and, excuse me, to be fit and have a better body. It's because it physically, chemically, emotionally changes you. All right, and it's like a good, it's like a good, um, a good mood shot every time you do it, and it gets better and better and stronger and stronger as you do it. And a lot of the bad habits, like tell me one bad habit that you do physically right now that takes up maybe an hour or two of your time. Um, let me know one of those right now, if you don't mind. Be lazy. Be lazy, like lay on the couch, watch TV, yeah, watch or watch TV, your phone. Okay, so that's a perfect example. Is you do that daily, weekly, daily, daily. Okay, so that's a, and th this is how you get the most drastic changes, is when you take immediate action. So if you feel, hey, I'm being lazy, and you tell yourself, wait, no, wait, I don't want this. Body, shut up. I don't want this. I want to be better. And let me and you get up and you go do an exercise. That that shift alone right there will change you dramatically. And and once you start training your mind and body that you're in control, then the the, the doors just keep opening wider and wider and wider. And it's no different from any like please look up look up successful people, look up people who have accomplished great things, you'll hear a lot of the same things I'm telling you, is that they took action, they took control of their mind and their body. And they don't always win, but they win the majority of the time. And so that those are some of the things you need to start doing. So are you open to, to doing some of those things? And as far as you and I talking, is this something you want to continue? Or is this just a one-time talk to kind of hear where I'm coming from? What do you need from me to help you? I'd be open to it, but my grandma, she just, I don't know. She, I don't think she can drive up here because she doesn't like to drive anymore. Well, that's a beautiful thing about technology, right? Yeah. We got phones, we got um, Skype, iPhone, or what is that thing on the iPhone? FaceTime. FaceTime. You got all that stuff, right? And um, what do you have? An iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I got. That's easy to take care of. 
I, I wouldn't want that for our first conversation because you and I, truthfully, we've never even talked this long ever in our whole lives, right? Um, but I do hope you know that even though I haven't, that I do have mad love for you. I love you. You are my little cousin, right? I don't always get to spend a lot of time with you, but, but I hope you see and that I prove to you that, hey, you asked Gil, you got time for me, and I'm right here with you, right? What I, what I, what I won't tolerate, though, is you saying you want to be better, and me, my time is valuable to me, to my family, to my coworkers, and if you're not going to take it seriously, then I'm not, I'm not going to do all the work mm -hmm. for you, right? Yeah. It's not even going to work anyways if I do. Like, you got to do the push-ups, right? I could tell you how to do a textbook push-up. I could show you what push-ups could do, but you got to do them in order to get the results. So if you're willing to do the results, I'm willing to, to help you get there. But I, I, I like drastic changes. I don't like these little, oh, well, I'm gonna get around to it because the results aren't, it's not gonna be fair to you. You're gonna kind of be halfway in, halfway out, you know, and you're gonna lose some friends or you're gonna lose some people who you think are your friends. But what does that tell you right there? Like you're changing to be a better person and you're gonna lose friends because of it? Like what the hell is that? What kind of friends do you got, right? So hopefully you doing better for yourself rubs off on them and they wanna do what you're doing. And you can start introducing them into the, into the good habits. But it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard you may just need to just be away from them. It may get physical. I've had to fight my own friends before because I wanted to go a separate way. And they wanted me to keep doing something and I didn't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? But I know you're I know you have that in you to do it. And 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 you can ask yourself what's going to hurt more? This this change that I'm going to go through and I don't know what's going to come of it, so I'm scared or the pain and, and the way I feel about myself right now, and I know I'm unhappy. I don't think either. Yeah, well, I mean, you're gonna have to choose. What would you rather try to be better and go into oh, the unknown? Yeah. Or stay how you are and know you're gonna be miserable, but at least you have certainty that you know what you're gonna be. I'd much rather change now. Okay, so you have, uh, you have that piece of paper, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to give you a couple, and then I would like you to go home and write some for yourself. But I want you to start working out. Just do, do 30 minutes a day, okay? And, and I need you in those 30 minutes to bust a sweat. And 30 minutes is not a long time, but you can get a very good workout in, in 30 minutes. Um, I want you to, whether it's YouTube or a book, I want you to start listening to something that is positive, motivational. So you can find some people on there. You type into YouTube motivational speeches, There'll be millions of them that pop up.
and that's three times, right? So when, when you wake up, I want that to be the first thing in your ear, positive. When you're working out, I want you to have something that's motivational. And then when you're going to sleep, I want something that you're listening to that's positive. So three, those three times. You're more than welcome to do more, but at least those three times, all right? And what's, um, uh, I could talk to grandma, but I'd definitely like you to come and start doing boxing with us at least one day a week. But if not, you, I'm sure you could get your exercise over there. Um, what's one thing off the top of your head that you could tell me that you'd want to change right now? One bad habit for, for a good one that you could write down. Most importantly of all, my, my, turn my negative thoughts into positive thoughts. Okay, so write that down. Uh, write down how many times a day did a negative thought come to you, which is fine, they're going to come, but that you actually shut it down and, and thought something positive. that you could just keep like a little notepad with you because I want to, you to be able to read those to me when we have our next phone call. Alright, so you have my phone number throughout any time of the day, it doesn't matter, you can send me a text. I may not be able to answer right away, but I will receive it and I'll put um, and, and I'll, re I'll respond to any questions or, con or concerns you may be having about your, your mindset as they come up. Alright. Alright? You feel good about it? Yeah. Alright, awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate you making the trip down. I think you're very brave for being open to share your story. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you heard something insightful you think someone else would benefit from hearing, please share and make sure to subscribe in order to stay up to date with future episodes.